Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. I shall go and face my father and accept what reward or punishment is my due. Chad staggers slowly up toward the main door. His dad has come home. And if he came home because of Chad, Chad's in a world of hurt. So, marching like a man to his own death, he opens the door and walks into the house. I've gotten more letters from the school. I've heard about what you've done. I'm not going to leave you to founder in the dark. This is the key to your grandfather's study the north wing so danny you you run into the woods and you're not sure how long you run until suddenly you black out and you wake up in the woods you look and it's a very familiar and comforting sight of sort of your your mentor and who you consider a friend ranger harrison you look over to him and it freaks you out the second time it happens 
because you look at him and it's not Ranger Harrison anymore. It's this large creature. It's got these ex disextended back feet, these long thin arms with these long sort of claws. Ranger Harrison, why do you sometimes look like a creature? He looks at you a little bit closer and he pulls out this weird, smooth, triangular stone out of his pocket. Oh, I thought I had more time. Dude, I got, like, stabbed and shot at. There was SWAT at the school. Like, I I think I went into a mirror dimension. It was, like, this crazy chrome thing, and it was, like, long and skinny, and it had these, like, sharp, pointy head, and, like, my... It had pointy, sharp claws. It was it was really crazy, man. Uh, Lucas, you might want to go check uh, check yourself in the mirror. And he, like, looks down at his hand and sees the reflection of the mirror man. Oh, oh, God. Oh, shit. What the? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, uh. Basically, you get to the Jeep and you see three people in dark clothes. And then you feel a sharp pain in the back of your neck. And it all goes black. I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Shad. You jolt awake, your last memory being of these hooded figures, and looking around, you're in the back of your jeep. Uh, okay, is my jeep still in the woods? Yes, the jeep is, it, it is in the woods and it is dark. You don't know what time it is, but it is deep night. As you're sort of laying there and, and getting your bearings, uh... A little bit off in the distance, you hear something that just sounds like just the imagine knuckles cracking, but ten times as loud, moving through the trees very quickly. Um, to, towards me, away from me, or parallel? Uh, sort of parallel, um, but heading more away from you, but at a diagonal, from as best you can tell. It's getting farther away, but it's also moving in a direction. So it is this massive, these massive popping, clicking noises um, as it slowly kind of, it, you realize how fast it is. is it went by, re, like it went by and was incredibly loud and then very quickly got very quiet as you listen to that kind of disappear into the darkness. All right. So am I 
clear-headed? Am I groggy? Am I throwing up? What's what's my condition? You feel uh, like you you feel like you blinked. You remember the you remember the dark hooded figures, and then you just are laying in the back of you're laying in the bed of your your jeep, just sort of looking around as you have just lost. Okay, so the the first thing. Is um, you know Chad will you know, reach over behind his neck and feel the spot where the taser hit him on the neck and say, "Well, this is the weirdest kidnapping I've ever been part of." There's um, no taser mark. You don't oh, find nothing. Nothing. All your stuff appears to be there, and um, there's nothing really out of place. You just look to be all your what? your your gear and your rifle and your axe and your chainsaw is laying in the bed of the laying in the bed of the truck. All right, well, then I jump into the driver's seat if my keys are still in ignition, kick it on and, you know, flip on all of the floodlights and head off through the woods at whatever is making that clicking sound. Uh, so you drive a bit through the woods and then you're forced to stop as just a line of trees has been knocked down and you can't pass over them. These are large pines large pines and hemlocks and just this row of them has been knocked down. All right. So I don't have a night vision scope or anything like that. So I'm just no. going to hop, hop up on the hood and, you know, squint my eyes and peer out into the distance in the direction where the trees are knocked, looking at, see if I can spot anything. Uh, looking out, you don't see anything. You don't even hear the clicking anymore. And uh, one last thing before I sit back down in the driver's seat, I feel you know, my face. Um, do I have like a six foot long beard or anything like that? Nope. Nope. I mean, you have a little <laughs> bit of stubble, but that's just, you know, fair, fair your routine. Um, can you, uh, as you kind of were looking around on the hood of your car, uh, would you like to make an investigate a mystery check? Sure thing. A five. Yeah, what horrible sort of thing happens to me as I'm trying to figure out what's going on with these trees? Um, well, <laughs> it's nothing too horrible. Uh, you basically, uh, as you're kind of stepping and you kind of step off to look at these trees, you feel your ankle twist as it falls into a hole. It's strange. It almost looks like someone took like a post hole, a post hole digger. And um, and made a hole as you kind of fall in it. So, like between these big fallen trees, uh, sort of between next to them. You're not sure exactly. There's so a lot of destruction and brush. So, do I take any damage from this? Do I break my nope. leg? What's the nope. sort of situation? What's going to happen is you're going to have basically. I'm going to be holding one. Uh, I'm going to hold one against you okay, that I might, I'm going to implement later. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Since there's not much more I can do, um, you know what? Uh, just out of curiosity, before I, you know, head back, cause I think that's the only thing I can do at this point. I'm going to hike. If my, if my leg will support weight, I'm going to hike up through these down trees for at least, I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile up to see if it ends or if it just keeps going. Oh, oh, uh, oh and about how wide is this thing? Is it like 
one tree or is it like 15 trees wide? Is it a hundred yards wide? No, it's kind of like almost imagine it's probably about two or three trees wide and not everyone is knocked down, but you just see that um, sort of in this path or a lot of them have been knocked down, but you can't manage to like, you basically, you try and you get like three steps and you're like, nope. Your ankle's like hurt, done. hurt, hurt, hurt. Okay, yep. so then um, I'm going to get back in the Jeep and try to drive back toward home. Oh, one last as I'm driving away. Uh, are the trees like snapped off at the ground or up at some height? Or uh, is it varying? It's it very it varied a little bit. You're you didn't really take a you're not really sure. Um, mostly because of your role. There's not Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not thinking straight. I'm still Yeah, you're you just down trees whole twisted ankle i'm in pain i don't know where i am i just want to go home so and yeah, so it's uh, more like as i'm driving damn it i should have checked that uh, home i'm tired yeah so you guys actually wake up and uh it is uh saturday morning cartoons are playing people are kind of taking it a little bit easy waking up a little bit slower yeah, you guys, you guys are are waking up. What do you, what are your guys' kind of Saturday morning routines? What what month is it? Uh, it is basically late August. You got probably a week until October. Okay, you know what happens on Saturdays. That's right, house tours. So even though I've seen this one before, I'm going to go over to the Norford house and get a tour of it. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Myself. I had a long day yesterday. Well, my parents aren't in the room. I just say to this myself as I like roll myself out of bed and try to forget what I saw yesterday. Nice. That's in Friday. And we'll uh, talk about Friday again. So as you kind of stand up and look around, you kind of look to your journal and uh, are immediately concerned because it's laying in what appears to be a puddle of blood. <laughs> I, I just fold my arms and just glower at it. I scowl at it. It's like, no, no, it's Saturday now. It's Saturday. We're done with this. This is my time. <laughs> this is my time. I'm going to a Victorian. I'm going to look at the drapes, the same drapes they always have, and I'm going to appreciate them. I'm going to go roll investigate a mystery. Uh, before you do that, remember to, uh, you, you... Go over there and, and walk to it, and you watch as it, it flips open, and you get this kind of searing pain in your head as you kind of grab the desk, and you watch as this, this single tear of cause from this pain kind of drops from your eye and hits the uh, the now open page. So I need you to make a uh, weird a weird roll to roll from boss from the beyond. And I'm thinking, oh, right, that's what I actually was planning on doing. Getting a CAT scan. <laughs> Roll 10, baby. You get this, this relief that, watches o- that washes over you, and you just have this, that, that kind of feeling of um, almost just kind of like, it's, it's like you, you're in a park, and it's windy, and someone's trying to yell to you, and you can't really hear them that well. But just kind of this this windy sort of voice kind of rushing past your window just and you just hear Hagthard, stop. Okay, in the her all right. 
So I need to listen to Nirvana. No. <laughs> so as you kind of do this and, and you watch this kind of like hear this wind and kind of see this this message, you watch is where the 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 what you thought was blood uh, sort of dries up and leaves this kind of like redwood stain on this uh, on your journal. So I think, okay, I must have had some tea and spilled it on this. That's what's going on. Everything that is in Friday is going to stay in Friday. Okay, what does my journal say? Have I written anything in my journal? Is there anything in my journal? Uh, as you touch your journal, uh, <laughs> everyone, uh, the this is this is the the great thing of it. Um, as you touch your journal, you feel this sensation like you're doing a backflip in a pool. Um, and that's when we're going to switch to Danny. Danny, what is your Saturday morning routine? Um, I imagine it is pretty, uh, uh, pretty rigid. Uh, maybe he has a favorite outfit that he likes to put on. Uh, maybe, maybe some shorts and, uh, it's a shirt. It's a shirt that he got. It's a Mount Saint. It's from the Mount St. Helens gift shop. So he puts on his favorite shirt. Uh, it's actually looking pretty, pretty worn. Yeah, it has um, this kind of faded graphic on it of this like Mount St. Helens, but it has like a cartoon face, and it says "Rip, Rip, Roar, and Eruptin." It's real, <laughs> you know <laughs> that class. The classic Mount St. Helens theme. Um. I love it. Uh, and uh, it's one of those types of things where like his mom has tried to get rid of it multiple times, but uh, um, Danny's just not having it. So um, so he puts that on and some shorts and he goes downstairs. He doesn't turn on the TV. I don't think he's a TV watcher. I think that he he can give give or take TV. So um, instead, he turns on the radio. He likes listening to the radio. An AM classical station. You you turn on a very familiar radio sound of uh, uh, the local community radio, the Pine Pine Forge Community Radio. As uh, you have you have come to to learn and love. Good morning, listeners. This is your host Murdoch Fox, and I am here to bring you the wonderful news, weather, and other events of our local small town. And uh, you hear you hear your, your very favorite radio host, Murdoch Fox, um, start to talk about, you know, different things. Uh, he's, you know, local, local, he always does like, uh, welcome to the nature corner. Did you know that recent... Recent studies have begun to try and crossbreed the western hemlock with the eastern hemlock to prevent the spread of the hemlock woolly adalgid and um, <laughs> other things of that nature. And then he comes, oh, breaking news, listeners. Remember to stay away from the old line highway. There's been some sort of incident. They're not sure if some construction, some construction gear from Woodmore Industries might have gone out of control. Someone's taking a joyride. Uh, someone's taking a drawer ride with it, but there is some down trees and traffic is stopped. So, I feel like that might trigger a, uh, a premonition. That would trigger a premonition, please. 
I got a 10, 10 plus. Uh, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. I take plus one forward to prevent it coming true and mark experience if I stop it. So so you you hear this radio and you suddenly hear this kind of like low rumble in your ears like you're listening to a large piece of heavy machinery roll over gravel, this kind of shifting of earth and then uh, then all of a sudden you're, you're, you feel this kind of hot, you this heat that you have felt in your eyes before as um, you see this massive, um, this upturned piece of work machinery and you see workers running and screaming as uh, and you just hear this indescribable clicking noise this it sounds like if you took two crickets and just like hit them against each other but projected it through a megaphone and then it's back and you're you're listening to the radio and you you hear and now we play we're going to Eric Sate for some more melancholy uh, more melancholy tones as uh, music begins to play. I, I jokingly rolled a, a D20 in uh, roll 20, but I accidentally rolled three. So uh, my joke was stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I, that's usually my domain. That's usually my monopoly. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, I think he would uh, continue on with his morning routine, which involves uh, um having a glass of orange juice while waiting for his mom to wake up to make uh, breakfast. Uh, his favorite breakfast, I think, uh, would be waffles. That's good. She comes downstairs and she breaks out. She, she breaks out the old waffle maker, plugs it in, lets it heat up and makes, you know, you've had other waffles before, but you don't know what your mom does, but it's always, always the best. And Ain't that the truth. You got a nice big plate of these three thick Belgium waffles covered in syrup. Every every once in a while, she always throws in either some like blueberries or chocolate chips, just to just to spice it up a little bit. And um, yeah, so you have your your breakfast and are are heading upstairs to 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 get cleaned up a little bit. You got a bit of syrup on your hands, and you're in the bathroom. And then suddenly, you feel like you're doing a backflip in a pool. Let's go to Lucas. I want to see what does Lucas do in his mornings? What's Lucas morning um, routine? I think normally Lucas chills out with like a bowl of way too sugary cereal and uh, watches cartoons. But after what happened last night and the fact that he can turn into like bigs, I think he's having way too much fun in the woods chasing bigs, like climbing up trees that are way too tall since he like knows that he's not like he doesn't have to worry about falling. Um, so I think right now that Lucas is, uh, is perched on the top of one of these massive pine trees, like on one branch next to Biggs, just kind of having a chat. Lucas then yells Santiago. Isn't that crazy, Biggs? I mean, like, like I like fell out of space into like, and then I was a cat and then I was me again. And I was like, dude. And then it, Chad was going crazy. And then those trees were just like gone. What the hell? Well, I'm, you know, I'm, it's, it's always a little bit hard to, uh, to describe that. It's more, you know, not, not quite there, but things are strange. And I'm sure you're well aware of this now, now aren't you, Lucas? And, yeah, some things uh, are a little stranger than others, I would say. I am now I'm a not sure cat. You're one to comment and neither am I. 
Well, I meant us. I meant we're strange. We're pretty strange, man. As as he kind of he turns into you, but it's weird because you're perching. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so okay. you're perching on a tree, and he just kind of gives you this crooked grin, and uh, turns back into into Biggs before uh, starting to to walk, uh, starting to hop off. Like, come on, I've got something I want to show you. Okay. Um. So yeah, Biggs starts to to lead you through the forest, and you guys come and he he and you uh are he goes something something happened last night i'm not sure exactly what but he is he is kind of what what happened as um you look and you see this mat this kind of path of broken of broken trees and it's and it's kind of standing where you are you see it's it's rather long and then just ends abruptly Oh, weird. That's pretty strange, dude. Uh, I look up the tree. Is there like anything in this tree that's special? Does it look like the tree walked? <laughs> no, no, no. They're all they're all split at a. They're all kind of split and look like they've fallen. Okay, so they look like they were broken at the bottom, or. Um. Roll an investigator and roll investigate a mystery. I rolled an eight on my investigating a mystery. Okay, so you kind of hop down in cat form, and maybe if I can get you, some DNA. Yeah, so know. you kind of hop down in cat form, and you're looking around, and you're saying it, and, and in your cat form, you you have sharper eyes than you normally would, and you see kind of just a sliver of this kind of caught in one of the pieces of the tree, and you walk over and turn back, kind of into your human self to pick it up. It's a li- it's a little sliver of chitin it's like it almost looks like what like like what a stink bug shells made out of gotcha so it's kind of iridescent with like black with like a green kind of shininess to it sort of it's more like it's more of the the texture it kind of it has that hard kind of crab shell texture but it is this kind of like deep mottled brown whoa bigs look at this what the hell do you think this is? I mean, I'm not quite sure. It's it definitely looks like looks like a piece of a. It looks like a like someone cut a piece of a cockroach. Oh God! I hope it's not a giant cockroach. That's just that's too much, man. And uh, as you're talking to Biggs, he uh, you feel this strange sensation, like you're like you're 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 doing this a backflip in a pool. Okay, this is definitely what happens. As I like start to feel that, I'm like, oh shit, Biggs, it's happening again! Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell, and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And we hope you join the Empire and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon, the RPG Empire, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. 
then we're gonna we're gonna cut to Chad. Chad, what has your morning been like? So uh, after leaving the forest where I saw this strange tree falling thing, I, I suppose I would be heading back toward the house. What are the chances I turned on the radio and heard about this this industrial accident thing? Oh, no, that's much later. So driving home, it was taking a look and getting home. You probably got home at like two in the morning and passed out. It wasn't anything like you were driving and the sun, sun came up. Uh, uh, okay. So, yeah, you, you got home just really late, but not not any sort of like you're like it's like 6 a.m. sunrise. So, yeah, you're, you're waking up Saturday morning. What is Chad's morning routine? Uh, probably he does his normal morning exercise, um, takes a swim in the pool, does maybe 50 laps, um, probably spends, probably spends, I don't know, 30 minutes or so in, in the study, organizing, cataloging, working on his report for his father, um, and at some point in the day, he wants to go take a look at that weird tree downy thing. Uh, of course, I don't know anything strange going on in the uh, in the neighborhood. So I'm wondering, um, would there be a helicopter through the company chat you get access to? Like maybe uh, the logging company has one, or maybe uh, one of the industrial things where Chad knows somebody can go talk to about you know taking a little bit of a uh, a flight, you know, like a scouting kind of. Yes, that is, you know, you have different, you, you're, you have different helicopters in the area that since there's no, not a lot of space to, to kind of develop and, and provide runways for like private jets or anything, your father has invested quite a bit in different helicopters. And so I would like you to do a contact the deal office, with the agency. deal with the agency. Yeah, so that is plus sharp. So I'm rolling a nine. On a seven to nine, things aren't so great. You get chewed out by your supervisor. Uh, there'll be fallout, or uh, but you get what you need to get the job, or you get what you need for the job. So you basically head out to you. You head out and kind of off the back of your estate, your dad has developed a private helipad, and sitting kind of underneath the the helicopter is. Um, Rockchester, and he is basically the pilot, your father's personal pilot and mechanic. Rockchester, how you doing, old fella? Oh, God. Hello there, Chad. Hey, uh, I know you probably heard that Dad's a little uh, miffed at me at the moment, but I'd like to get out and do a little scouting. Any chance I could talk you into... Giving me a fly over the forest. It's only a couple miles from here. Saw something really strange last night. I just want to get a look at it from the air. Maybe take a couple pictures. Chad. You know I could lose my job over this, right? Oh, I I don't think you'd lose your job over giving me a lift. uh, As long as Dad doesn't need the helicopter right now. Which I don't think he does. He's... My dad even home at the moment, or is he back skiing? Uh, no, I probably he, don't. He, I probably don't know. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I'm not sure. I think last thing I heard, he he was in a some sort of business meeting. You know how it is. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I could. I'm sure I could do something to help you out. You know, trade for 
you know, an hour or two of your time. Is there anything you need that I could get? All right. I'm going to do this. Well, if you're going to, if we're going to go out and do this, you owe me, Chad. I'm good for it, man. I'm good for you. It. I'm going to call on you for, for things. I need throw in things? some good words with your. Things or thing. We're talking about one ride here. Or are we talking about a reciprocal long-term sort of, I scratch your back, you scratch mine sort of deal. Because uh, I can I, see, you know. No, 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 no. Way. We're not, no future, <laughs> none of this. You owe me. Fair you enough. You owe me. And if this, if this, anything goes south on this, you're taking full responsibility for it. You get that? So, so, so I, I hold out my empty hands. I see this. This is a marker. This marker is yours. And I reach out to shake. He just looks at and just shakes his head. Damn, kid. All right. Get in. Hey, this is as nice as Chad's ever been to anybody, to the best of my knowledge. He's He has not. He has given a Chad rights before, and it hasn't quite blown up yet, but he kno- <laughs> he knows Chad's game. He's not stupid. Yeah, well, the last two times I had him draw, you know, I jumped out of his helicopter on my snowboard uh, to get a good downward slope and about broke my leg, you know. That wasn't yeah. his fault. I saw it on I saw it on that that MTV, you know, and I had to try it. All right. You I mean, if you ever pull that it that again, I I don't even you know, have the skis with you, me. I just have you, this camera. Mhm. You know I got pulled with your father and I'll make sure you sit in that study for quite a while. Scout's honor, buddy. Scout's honor. You were never a scout. Don't lie to me. As, <laughs> as he starts taking, he starts the, the, the helicopter up and starts taking you up. Um, and uh, he's letting you out and he starts flying you out over the woods and moving kind of towards over the town. People know the Woodmore helicopter. It's got the, this dark black in uh, this dark black helicopter with this, like three w- pines logo on it kind of thing. Yeah, it's basically just like a WM um, with kind of like this pine detailing. So um, you're flying over and you see kind of it's weird. You see like three different trails of these like broken, broken logs, but they aren't connected. That's and interesting. So- it's kind of it's weird. Uh, I'd say roll to investigate a mystery a seven it's not a fail that means i get one question if i remember correctly yep you get one question actually what happened here so you you've seen pictures man it like through you know coming into your dad's office at at the wrong time and things like that of different industry accidents and you know you the most liable thing that you you see is normally, you know, if a piece of machinery gets out of out of whack or something happens where it gets stuck and, you know, causes damage to surrounding area, you get these lines of broken trees like this, but you haven't. They're always connected. There, there's leading things. Yeah, they like and, radiate out from one central point or something like that, but these don't. Yeah, these don't. There's like normally one straight line that's kind of like a squiggle if, if it's having some issues. But these are three distinct lines and 
as you kind of like look, you're not sure, but you see a basically you're you recently in the past like two weeks, your dad has started extending the quarry outward to do mm-hmm. the quarry and mine outward, and it's at one of this these new. It's it, they're kind of close to one of these new developments that your your dad has made, and the only reason you notice is because it's a big development. It's a I mean it's not a big quarry, but it's still a quarry by by all industry standards. So, so so these things sort of radiate out from the quarry, like oh, um, but like in different weird sort of directions. Not like a big chicken scratch, right? I mean, they're no, huh? it's like. It's like two look like like they're kind of parallel, and then one's kind of at a diagonal. And they the only reason you kind of notice this fact is because of one, you're in the air, and two, the the quarry is very noticeable. And so, out of the the you know the hundreds of blank tr- woodland trees, these sections of of broken area next to this quarry is probably the the biggest landmark around and as you're kind of noticing this and taking note of this you uh feel this this feeling in your stomach and then your 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 whole it spreads out to your whole body as you feel like you're doing a backflip in a swimming pool dude keep the helicopter straight and as you're saying that you feel your your voice kind of die out as um all of you appear at one of these lines kind of popping out of different trees and you all see each other and it's weird lucas you didn't move <laughs> and biggs <laughs> is still right next to you just like oh what ah, oh, uh guys what the is hell is he in a cat form or not no i'm i'm in a human form no, no, I, Friday is over. Why Daddy. is this happening again? Why am I in the woods again? I Did suppose you- we need to become used to this sensation. It's happened m- many times. Do we feel like we're going to vomit what or anything? The holy hell. Nope. You guys feel fine now. It's just you feel this weird oh, sensation like. Wait, uh, so on, are, are we Cat? here? What are the hell are you? How? What? Chad, are you? How did? Why are you here? I don't know. I was riding in a helicopter, and am I Wait, here and you, there? You have a helicopter. Am I here and there, or am I just now here when I was there? You are know, now man. here when you were there. <laughs> that is one of the most confusing sentences <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, I mean, this is really kind of weird, and. Why are you got you kids here again? Uh, hold on, Didn't, Chad. Just wait one second. So you have a helicopter? Uh, my dad has several of them. What? You just got slightly cooler. Just a no, little. No, you didn't. Why do you have several helicopters? You know. What are you talking about? Helicopters are like here. the coolest. There's That's, a homeless population here. Dottie makes what? a good point in that you really only need one helicopter. What if you got to go multiple places? You need all of zero helicopters. What? Why am I why am I explaining myself to you guys? Are we at like the the edge of the quarry or are we like off in the middle of the woods at the base of one of these things? So, you are you're not sure kind of where you are. Uh you're just you you saw three lines, so you're only you have to be at one of three locations. 
uh, luckily, of which of those three you are not sure. Okay, so number one, kids. First, I was right about those stupid trees. They're gone. They just disappeared. And then I wake up in the middle of the woods. Somebody roofied me or something. And then uh-huh. somebody roofied you. You didn't yeah. roofie yourself. If anybody's okay. roofying anybody, come on, Chad. Seriously. Well, you go check. The, the, those trees are gone. How, they've, done, they've done turned back into monsters. How can we check for if you roofied yourself? Do you think we just have drug test kits on us? Do you think we're cops? Uh, well, I'm just telling you what happened. All I know is I, I saw these trees falling down. I, I hurt my legs. So I couldn't check it out. So this morning I flew up to take some pictures. And then I see three of these things. And then suddenly I'm on the ground like like freaking Star Trek or something. And then Wait, you, you guys watch Star Trek? Which Star Trek? <laughs> now, it'll probably be Next Generation, I think. You know, the, the one with the android dude. You know, okay, uh, except oh, Star Trek isn't real. We we do have that established, right? Well, we live in real life. Ten seconds ago, I was in a helicopter, and now I'm standing here in the woods with with you, you freshmen. And hold on, wait. So your helicopter sick. has like transporters on your helicopter? Dude, I've got to see this helicopter. That's freaking amazing. Okay. Helicopter doesn't have transporters. I don't know oh. how I got here. I just, it's an analogy. Oh, no, gotcha, no, none gotcha. of this is real. Okay, let's, okay. What, Where's here? my freaking chainsaw when I need it? No, you don't need a chainsaw. You need to settle down. You need to settle down. I use calm. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, Chad just sits down on a log and it just kind of relaxes back. Okay, can we get something straight right now? Okay, where, where are we? Listen, you guys, you guys are all weird and I don't know what Oh, where we're, you're right here. Why are you- I mean, I was just on a walk with my cat. I, why do you walk your cat out in the woods? Don't you know that there's one? Hey, it can look, be eaten by a coyote. A daisy. I still have syrup on my hand, and I don't like the feeling of syrup on my hand. I wasn't done washing my hands when I got syrup on them. Just wipe it on my shirt. I don't like the shirt anymore. No, if I wipe it on your shirt, all that's going to happen is I'm going to get lint from your shirt on my fingers, and it's not going to remove the syrup. I need soap, and I need water. That is a fair point. That is a fair point. Lucas, I don't like this. Lucas, why are you... Okay. Here, why don't you let Biggs lick it off? Biggs, you love syrup, right? And you guys look as uh, Biggs looks up at Lucas and just, like, looks at him again, and you know he hates this. You know he hates this. (laughs) But the cat kind of pads its way over to Danny and, like, looks up at his hand and kind of stands on its hind feet a little bit and starts licking Danny's hand. I just Uh, (laughs) I'd like to read his mind. Nice. Uh, Pig's mind? Pig's mind? Yeah, I can read people's thoughts and put words in their mind. Uh, so you kind of, re- you you have this new kind of sense and you look down at the cat and you just hear, God damn it, Lucas, I fucking hate this shit. And you know it. It's ridiculous. Every time. I'm not... Lu- Lucas, why does your cat have an Australian slash British accent? Also, he doesn't like this, so I'm going to, I'm not going to make him do it. Oh, Wait. How did you know he... Wait, what? My cat's not talking. Like, why do you... What do you mean? Come here, Biggs. Sorry about that, buddy. You can ride on my shoulder, I guess. I know you love that. Okay, let's all just go home and call it a day. Or why are we here? 
Well, obviously, something weird is going on. Is anybody and- hurt? Because I need to end the hurt. Um, as you say, is anybody hurt? Dottie, you get that, that searing pain again as everyone just feels this massive gust of wind come down this through this kind of line of broken trees as like Dottie, you're, you basically, you have to grab onto, onto like a tree to steady yourself. Cause it, it's just like this massive headache. And, um, so do you remember that old show guys, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. And if you say one word, they all say, yay, yay. My parents used to watch that. And then they decided it was capitalist propaganda. But, um, I think what? that, uh, the magic word here is something is hurt. So let's go help some. Did anybody have a, uh, what? Did you guys not uh, watch Pee Wee's Playhouse? Is uh, definitely did not watch anything called Pee Wee's anything. Oh, come on. That was like a few years do you see, back. Do you see my really cool sweater that says, I hate everything? Pee Wee's yeah. Playhouse was a cool show, okay? Chad, okay, hold on, Chad. So you said Ch- you, were Chad, in a, you were in a helicopter? Chad's just sitting there between two big fallen pines, holding a big daisy, pulling petals out one by one. She loves me. She loves me not. She loves what? me. What? Are you? <laughs> Chad, have you taken the drugs again? Oh, wait, no. You're fine. Uh, Chad, are you in love? Huh? You, you, kid, love. you kids are so uncool. That's okay, what? because you know what? We live in the Northwest. Of course we're cool. Hey, hey, hey. Cool I here. am very cool. Thank you. That's because you're from, from Southern California. Yeah, we get it. Ba, ba, ba. California. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. I would estimate my uh, cool at I, approximately negative one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Danny. You're, you're cooler than that. No, no, I think I think my cool is probably at a negative one, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, Chad stands up and tries to shake the pacifism thing out of his head and realize that you know something's not right that's making him weird. So as you kind of stand as you stand up and start shaking, yeah, as you you start shaking this kind of like calming sensation from your head, uh, you see a helicopter. Uh, going very quickly back and forth. Um, and then... <laughs> hey, Chad, is that your helicopter? I, like, point up. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I have anything shiny on me to signal with? I don't have my rifle or any of my gear with me. I have the camera. It's got a lens. Okay, I'm going to try to flash. I'm going to, you know, kind of try to use the camera lens as a signaling device and um uh so as you kind of you kind of um start to use this camera as a a signaling lens you hear a very similar sound and then the forest just starts shaking around you chad you fall to your knees as your ankles give out and you all hear the sound of hundreds of pops and clicks that's the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. And I can't wait to get you the next episode. In the meantime, you can check out all of our other stuff over at the Patreon. This episode was edited by Liam McKenzie. And remember, play on. Play on.